All right, we are streaming live. It is the two o'clock hour. We have a college wrestling hammer out of Purdue uh, and now assistant coach over at Mount Olive. It's a D2 program, second year, but my man, uh, Coach Luke Welch, was a four-year starter at Purdue. He was a University All-American, University National Champ, Midlands place winner, fourth at Big Ten, won the Michigan State, won the Navy Open, won you know numerous tournaments. And uh, he's uh, just a kid that came up through the Indiana wrestling programs. He's got brothers that wrestled in college, a dad that was uh, just fully invested, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, he's here with us. So, Coach Welch, man, thanks so much for coming on. It's an absolute honor to meet you. Congrats on your on your great career so far. Um, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's always great talking about the sport and just getting the word out there about any kind of wrestling. Man, it's awesome. It's so good to meet you. And uh, obviously, uh, you know, the effect of COVID, it's affected everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, how has it affected uh, your process going into the, the recruiting season and, and building on the first season of wrestling and now getting into the second season? What are you doing to keep your kids just motivated and ready to go? Yeah, so, um, you know, it's it's weird. It's different. I. I know a lot of head coaches in Division One level, Division Two level, so I kind of reach out to them and pick their brains a little bit on what they're doing, what they think is good, when to push, when not to kind of thing. And um, with our guys, you know, we're still talking to a lot of recruits. Uh, the hard part is getting kids on campus because everything was shut down. Uh, we actually recently just reopened our campus, but it's only for, we're only allowed to be on there for like two hours. So um, it's unique but it's good at the same time we're bringing kids in and we got a lot of kids signed right now so the kind of the competition part for us is we're getting these, these kids slowly to the returners and their guys are already kind of chipping at each other's shoulders trash talking because they're young individuals and they want to get in the wrestling room they want to scrap they want to test what they're made of so um you know it's definitely challenging but at the same time it's a lot of fun and i wouldn't be doing it if i didn't love it and just want to keep growing and keep building this program. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And, and talk a little bit about that. Uh, University of Mount Olive started this program two seasons ago. Uh, what is it like, the process of growing a new program? You know, it's it's got its challenges and it's different, but at the same time, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, one of the main reasons why I kind of took this job, uh, Jake Tassel, he's down actually at St. Thomas now in Florida. They're at NAIA school. Um, I wanted to start a program in Southern Indiana that does not have a program yet. Um, and that's, I think about 40 minutes from my hometown. So when Coach Patassel reached out to me, I think it was about a year and a half ago, two years ago, um, he kind of told me about the opportunity that Mount Olive uh, had and it kind of caught a little bit. Um, I coached for a year in high school and I taught for a year and I was kind of, weird about it. I wasn't too sure I wanted to go that route. Um, I felt kind of young. I felt like there was still a lot that I had to prove. Um, so whenever he came to me, I jumped on board with it. And it was, it was a lot of fun because you're learning the transition from high school to college. Um, the recruiting is different. There's different paperwork stuff you have to take care of, but it's a, it's still a lot of fun and guys buy in, you know, um, in high school, you kind of, you have your team set in stone where whoever grows up in that area versus in college, you can kind of nitpick what kind of kids you want, who you're looking for in a recruit, if they resemble something that you believe in. 
So that's why I kind of like it a lot. And it's, it's been interesting, but it's all about learning and growing as a person and helping these kids to learn and grow because at the end of the day, there's still kids and they're still trying to find out who they are as a person. Yeah, and um, I apologize, you, you were breaking up there a little bit, um, but, uh, but we heard you. And uh, uh, talk a little bit about that uh, recruiting. What type, of, uh, what type of kid or athlete are you guys looking for? Um, why, why do I want to wrestle at Mount Olive for Coach Welch? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, I, I appreciate all the time to my guys. Um, I'm looking for an individual that is good on the mat, but also a better person. I don't want someone to come in and it's kind of like the head uh, head coach for Virginia was talking about negativity, you know, uh, that stuff is like a wildfire. It just burns like crazy when you allow in your program. So I'm looking for guys that are going to have a positive impact on our team, but I also want guys that are going to have an even more positive impact out in life, out in society. I don't want someone that half bought in in the room and half bought in in the classroom. I want them fully invested in themselves in the classroom as a person in society. Um, I think that last year we actually got fourth in the nation with community service. So that's something that we're trying to have a full effect. And I tell my guys all the time, it's full circle. It can't be, you know, a oval or a half, half circle. It has to be all the dots have to get connected in that circle. And then it keeps going around and around. So that's something I mean is the best guys in the nation, the best guys as a person in the classroom, they're doing all their parts and doing, investing as much as possible in their wrestling and their life. And that's awesome. Yeah. Now, talk a little bit about uh, about yourself and your career. Are, are you still wrestling competitively as well? Uh, no, not unfortunately not. Um, you know, kind of whenever I lost some blood round, I kind of lost my spark a little bit. So I knew I wanted to coach, and that's where my passion was at. Um, I went to the U.S. Open um, last year after coaching in high school, and training wasn't the same. I wasn't training with college guys, but I was able to. On weekends, I was able to go up to IU, wrestle with Angel Escobedo, and then I'd be able to go over to Purdue and wrestle with my alma mater. So that was actually really fun. But at the same time, my drive was there like it was whenever I was at Purdue, and it was just a different, it was just different overall. And I like coaching. I like developing kids and trying to help them reach their goals and be better than what I was. So, um, but as my career standpoint, I mean, had a lot of accomplishments, but you know, you you have your goals. So uh, it's kind of like the Kerry Colot story. You know, whenever you didn't reach your goals, it, you're seeing it as a failure, and you have to put some perspective on it to where you're not a failure. You didn't fail your goals. You're just growing. You're developing. You keep learning, and you know, you gotta have faith. That's where it comes in. You have faith. Me, I'm a big believer in Jesus Christ. So um, whenever I have that faith in something bigger than myself, I'm able to fall back whenever things don't go according to my plan. Yeah, and, and you had a great career at Purdue. I mean, you did a lot of good things, uh, won a lot of big tournaments, placed at a lot of big tournaments, qualified for the big tournaments, especially the big one. And uh, But, man, that 125 gauntlet, man, talk about uh, how much of a better wrestler it made you to be be at that weight class to have to to wrestle the names you had to wrestle at 125. And, and, and you beat them, they beat you, and uh, it was some – Man, that 125, it's still on fire, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, you had Spencer Lee, you had Ronnie Bresser, you had Lee Zach, uh, Sebastian Rivera, um, you even have Suriano in there. So we had a bunch of hammers. Drew Matten, 
um, Foley, Elijah Oliver. So a bunch of guys that had been national qualifiers, all Americans. Um, and then there was me, which for, I was on the bottom of the total pole, but I was, I think I believe I was ranked top 10 still. So like, I think, uh, going into the big 10, I was seated seventh, but I was ranked 10th in the nation. So it's kind of crazy to look back on that. And, um, I mean, for me, I was kind of a dark horse. Uh, everyone knew I'd beaten good guys, but I've never been consistent in my wrestling. So whenever I went into Big Tens my senior year, I had no pressure on myself. And that's something that my dad kind of, you know, invested in me. You know, you're an underdog. No one expects you to win. I had two older brothers that, you know, growing up in Indiana, everyone preached them. Oh, it's the Welch twins, Welch twins, Welch twins. And then I came out and they're like, oh, the little one's pretty good too. <laughs> yeah. you know, I just thought of it as an underdog kind of thing. And there was no pressure on behind it because I knew I was wrestling and I was doing the sport I love. I could have been out working construction somewhere, hating my life, but I was doing something I loved. And, um, you know, I was trying to be the best Christian I could be, the best person I could be. And uh, it really helped me to step my game up even more though that senior year. Um, my coaches invested in me, Coach Todd, Coach uh, Shop, and Coach Ursula, and they really, and even Coach Sufone, uh, they really helped me to get over that hump and qualifying for nationals. And I remember, I think it was my retro freshman year whenever I didn't qualify for nationals my older brothers did and my dad and I went to watch them and I told my dad I was like man I was like I know I know the Big Ten's tough dad but if I can just qualify I'll make some magic happen I was like I'm not going to promise you anything but I'm going to make some magic happen so I had a nice nice little run there my senior year fell short but uh, you know it was an experience that I really look back on almost every day and I, I love it yeah there's some heartache in it but it helps me to keep growing. Yeah it's awesome and um <clears throat> Talk about that. I was reading some articles, and I, I think that um, uh, talk about how important the your, the twins and, and your father have been in your life and, and your development and, and keeping you moving in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my dad was actually, you know, he was the hammer behind, or he was just a brain power. You know, he had all the smarts. He actually worked a lot more with my older brothers than he did me. So he always jokes around with me. He's just like, you know, I, I know how your brothers got pretty good. They had each other in the room every day, ripping each other's heads off. You, I don't know how you got good. There was no <laughs> one in there that was competing with you. You kind of just did your own thing. It's like all of a sudden when you were like 12 or 13, things clicked for you. I was like, yeah, I kind of remember that. Like, you know, I just had a different feel and I picked up stuff like a sponge. So um, but my dad, you know, he was a, actually a head baseball coach back in our hometown. So um, he wrestled at University of Indianapolis, which is a D2 school. But um, I think he helped out my high school whenever we were little kids. But then it got to a certain point where we were doing so many different sports. He had to give up uh, being a coach in high school because he wanted to see us uh, grow and develop. And he felt like he was missing out on all the basketball games, all the wrestling events and everything by sacrificing. So um, he's actually probably the hardest working man I know. and works his butt off so that we can have better and um i appreciate everything he's done for us and i love him to death he's my best friend so and then uh then we have my two knucklehead brothers older brothers you know they uh we kind of did something special in our high school um and i think one of my brothers and i were the only two to go to state four times in indiana in indiana it's only one class system so there's not like 1a 2a 3a 4a state championships it's just one state tournament you have um, your 12 state champs and no one or 14 state champs, sorry, no one else. So um, that's what makes it pretty special. And the wrestlebacks are a little weird, but we won't get into that. But 
my brothers, you know, they were state champs and um, I was a runner up. So it was something that we always competed. Like we were competing in for the record books and we were competing who get most takedowns, most pins, most tech balls. And then when we went off to college, it was all about who could do better. Like, oh, I did two workouts today. How many did you do? It's like, well, you know, I'm hurt. And it's like, oh, excuses kind of stuff. So we really, we got at each other's necks, but it was a lot of fun. And I always say that I was the big little brother because, you know, I kind of pushed them to be even better than what they thought they were going to be because they knew I was right on their heels wanting to be better and do bigger and better things than them. But That's awesome. It was great. That's cool. And, and uh, you know, back to where you are now, I know we talked about wrestling and we talked about your recruiting, uh, but but talk about a little bit about the, the University of Mount Olive, the area it's in, um, just how, how – what kind of school is it academically so that uh, when, when, when kids do come there or if they're thinking about coming in there, what they're coming to? Yeah. So University of Mount Olive is actually in Mount Olive. So, you know, the Mount Olive pickles. Mm -hmm. So that's, it's actually there. It's pickle capital of the world. So um, we are actually a liberal arts school, um, but I think our best, our best program is business. So we have a great business program. And that's something I preach to guys if they're looking to go business. I'm like, hey, you can get your bachelor's in three years and then go into the MBA program for two years. That, and if you redshirt, that's five years of wrestling. You're in and out. And now you're ready to tackle the real world. Um, and I mean, we got a good education program, good exercise science program, and really a good ag program as well. Um, the town itself is pretty small. It's about 5,000 people. Uh, school is about 1,300. Um, we are growing as a university. That's why they added wrestling. They want to grow admissions. They want to keep growing as a university. Um, the location, though, we're about an hour from Wilmington Beach, and we're about 45 minutes from Raleigh and NC State. So we in Mount Olive, I like it a lot because when we bring in recruits, parents like it a lot because they're like, oh, it doesn't look like, you know, it's not a lot of frats or anything around here where my kids are getting into trouble. It's like, no, your kids are coming here for two things. You know, they're coming here to get their degree, and they're here to wrestle. Um, and it's... I'm all about kids having fun as long as they're smart, not getting in trouble. But if you want to go do something, Raleigh's an hour away, 45 minutes away, and the beach is an hour away. So if you want to go up to Raleigh, see a concert, drive up there, have fun, just don't be a hooligan. And if you want to go down to the beach, you know, see some girls, go do it. So um, it's something I like a lot because it's a small school, but I mean, small communities, they come together and it's something special. Everyone's rooting for each other. And it's not like some of these bigger programs where you have kids getting distractions um, in the classroom or out of the classroom. And in the classroom size as well, I like it a lot because a lot of kids, whenever they go to a bigger campus, like whenever I was at Purdue, and I love Purdue, but um, I always did better in a smaller classroom setting. So when we had these big lectures of like 100, 200 kids, professors didn't know who we were. They didn't know if we showed up to class. So, and like, even if you did like, if you had like, we had this little eye clicker thing to like for attendance, even if you didn't show up to class and you had a friend there, you can give them the eye clicker and they're scoring attendance for you. So um, that's something that I like about Mount Olive is, you know, the class sizes are anywhere from 30 to 15. So um, I think it's 30 early on because we're a liberal arts school. And then as you start focusing on what you want to do um, after college, it starts narrowing it down in class sizes. So I like it a lot. And again, it's, it's somewhere where kids, if they're in it for the right reasons, then they're going to get in and out and they're going to do great things. Yeah, a lot of one-on-one uh, -on -one time, professors know who they are. 
if they have questions, they're there to help. It's you're not lost in the rat race. Yeah, exactly. That's why I remember a couple of times where at Purdue, it's like, oh yeah, my office hours professors are like, oh, my office hours are from this time. Come in whenever. And I'd go in there and no one's there. Like, oh yeah, he's out sick today. I was like, he's been out sick all week. <laughs> what are you talking about? So yeah. or yeah. there or there's 50 kids waiting to talk to him. Exactly. So you never know where like here it's uh, you know, it's really easy and all the professors want the kids to succeed because they want the college to succeed and they want kids to get back to the program and to the university. Well, uh, hopefully by uh, by coaching now, you, the, the love for the sport is coming back to you and, and you're doing it passionately with with the kids and stuff. So awesome, man. I look forward to, to seeing Mount Olive do some big things. And uh, I wrote some stuff down that I found from your home state in Indiana. So uh, I'll ask you, you ready? Yep. If you don't know, just lie, okay? Okay. <laughs> I do that a lot. It's fine. <laughs> Freddy's or Dairy Cottage? Dairy. Big Boys or Pizza Pete? Pizza Pete. Speedway or Lucas Oil? Lucas Oil. Hoosier Pie or Persimmon Putty? I can't go. I can't go Hoosier Pie. I got I can't. I got to go with the other one. Persimmon pudding. Oh yeah, I can't go who's your bike. I have uh, I have friends that my wife went to school with. Yeah. And she graduated from Purdue and he graduated from Indiana. Oh boy. So it's uh divided just constantly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Colts or Pacers? Pacers. Oh, here we go again. Who's your who's your chili or sauerkraut balls? <laughs> It's so awful. Uh, I guess sauerkraut. <laughs> you could say neither. Uh, <laughs> Fort Wayne Zoo or Indiana Zoo? Indiana Zoo. Uh, flow or track? I'm going to go with track. Fargo or 32? Super 32. Larry Bird or Reggie Miller? Oh, Reggie Miller. Reggie's the man, right? Oh, That's yeah. awesome. See, we got through it. I mean, we had some sauerkraut balls there, but that seems yeah. to be a delicacy in your state, sauerkraut balls. I don't know. That's what Google says, and Google is always right, you know. I don't believe it. Nope. <laughs> no. On the internet. <laughs> I mean, the internet doesn't lie. Never lies. Never. Never. Well, cool. Hey, man, listen. Uh, God bless you, man. Keep doing big things in life. Uh, congratulations on a great wrestling career, and, and continue to do big things, and uh, please feel free to share my link with any of your friends out there in the wrestling world that you think would be uh, would be good for the show. Any of your wrestlers at Mount Olive, Purdue, wherever. Uh, I'm more than happy to talk to uh, anyone. I tell people everybody's a big name on my show. So yeah, you're all That's the same to me. <laughs> thanks for having me on. Appreciate everything you're doing for wrestling. You know, growing sport, it's great. And we need more people like you. So keep doing big things yourself. Thank you, man. I can't wait till uh, the other end of this where maybe I can come out and about and start to travel around a little bit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you're ever in Mount Olive, you know, hit me up. I'm just a phone call away. Yeah, I'm going to come and enjoy a pickle. Oh, yeah. That, that'll <laughs> make one of us. I'm not a big pickle guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. See you. Take it easy. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.